Welcome to Ember Igniter's podcast, the podcast that sets your soul ablaze. I'm Jenna Wilmers. And I'm Fran Malfer. And we are here to empower and activate your passion to carry out your God-given life assignment. Oh, we have been discussing over the past few episodes the elements of a fire or the purpose of your life. I love the three elements. Um, there's going to be a triangle, so you need to think about it that way, right? Absolutely. um, All of them are necessary. They are. They are. And all, all three of them also are provided from God, which is the best part about it. So the three elements, just to kind of give you a little recap, the first one is oxygen, which we also refer to as God, because we know that all the scripture is God-breathed, and so are we, which is so exciting. Very exciting. really is. The second element is heat, which is that burning desire or that passion that's inside of us that the Lord gave us from the time we were born. And it's our job to find it, seek it, follow it, and carry out our God-given life assignment. Exactly. And today, we get to talk to you about the third element, which is fuel, which we refer to as knowledge. When we identified our passion that was breathed into us by God, we knew we needed more knowledge. Yeah. This podcast is a perfect example of that. Mm -hmm. When we were talking about starting podcasts, we both were kind of like, we don't know where to start. Not in the least. Especially me. I really didn't know what podcasting was all about but now I'm excited to say we're excited for you absolutely and when we first started the journey we began to look at how others podcasted we reached out to people that we knew who did podcast who have become uh, mentors to us and we read a lot of books we did Mm -hmm. a lot of books and we also talked to a lot of other people who uh, are thinking about getting into the field Mm -hmm. Uh, to maybe glean some knowledge from them. Mm-hmm. And so the first thing we did was begin to seek knowledge. That's right. Um, I want to just interject that one of the things that in the three parts of uh, building your own fire, uh, when we talked about the passion, we left you a really good Kindle note in our last oh, yes. episode. Mm-hmm. If you haven't uh, listened to it, that's fine. But look at the notes because it'll show you a worksheet that will help you if you're uncertain right now about what is that passion. Maybe I've I've had one, but I lost it and I can't identify it anymore. kind of happened to me that way. So I got really excited when I could go through a worksheet and say, okay, answer these questions and right off the page, it went, this is what you really are all about. So so do that. So today when we are talking about knowledge, we're both very excited about sharing with you what we are learning about knowledge. So um, one of the things we definitely know based on the mentors and the books that we've read is that if you continue to grow in knowledge, you're actually developing um, a long-term sort of plan for success. Absolutely. And who doesn't want that in their life? I mean, I want success. We all want that. So the more knowledge that you have, basically, the more you're going to continue to want knowledge and to grow in it. So that's an exciting aspect. And it leads to, believe it or not, basically having a higher income potential. 
uh, you become more valuable um, to your employers. So when you gain skills and you gain knowledge and all of those things become a part of you, then they see that as value. And when you have value, what happens? Well, Benjamin Franklin said it this way. He was pretty clear and short. He just said, um, it, it, knowledge is an investment um, and that pays you interest. Actually, he said it this way. An investment in knowledge pays the best interest. Isn't that Ooh. the best? You know, like, I, I don't know about you, but when I think of my money and where am I going to gain some kind of interest or what do I have to pay in interest, that, that plays a lot. And here we are saying knowledge can be that thing that gives you the best possible interest and value in your life. Well, how often do you think about knowledge as an investment, though? Because... I mean, for an example, when most of us are thinking about interest, that we want to gain more interest, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, we think of banking terms. Yeah, we do. We're not thinking of, oh, wait, if I actually invested in right. myself Myse or gaining that's a knowledge. Great, that's a great thing. In yourself. I love that. That is really, really good. You know, I had to do something like that. Um, years ago, I started this job. And um, the fun thing about it was is that um, they were right in the midst of their major sort of fundraising. It was a nonprofit, so there they were. And um, I didn't know anything much about the business, but I knew that they were lacking something. So I had a mind that said, I want to help solve the problem. And I had enough computer information back in the day, <laughs> not so much today, but back then, to say, you know, I know there are programs out there. I just need to find one. So I found one that had a tutorial on CDs. A CD. I love it. <laughs> you know, we use Google nowadays. We do. CDs worked back then. I do I, remember them and I used them. Well, but. you know, they were helpful, but nowadays you can just Google anything and get it. But I had this CD and I was going on vacation with my family and I wanted to add value to what they were doing and I thought I could do this for them. So I took my uh, CD player into my little travel trailer. That's what we were vacationing on. I put the CDs in and I sat there with my yellow pad and I learned everything I could about how to structure a database with the information, very specific information, oh, cool. for that place. That's cool. Yeah. And, it, and, and I loved it because I was gaining knowledge about what they were doing because I had to know what fields of information had to go in. So it was a continual process. And years later, we just continued to work on that. So it's a, it's a great investment in yourself. That's awesome. I know. It's so cool how knowledge, excuse me, it's so cool how knowledge yeah. is such a powerful stimulator. Uh, once we gain it on yeah. a subject, we become curious about other subjects and they become rabbit holes, which <laughs> are sometimes go good. Yeah. You know, there we, are good rabbit holes. There are bad down. ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but it's like a domino effect. Once one oh. piece of knowledge comes, uh, it leads to another and then before you know it, you will develop a thirst and hunger for learning that really lasts a lifetime. And I, and I actually think that when you're uh, taking knowledge in, in the area of your passion, that's what stimulates the continual desire because you learn one thing and then you go, oh, and then there's this next thing and this next thing. And so if you're just knowledge for knowledge's sake... 
can be hard and boring, but when you're gaining knowledge in your specific field of passion, um, it's just going to make you grow. Absolutely. And it's not just going to promote growth, but it's going to excite you. Yeah. You're going to sit there and start gathering all the knowledge that you can, mm-hmm. and then you're going to look up at the clock mm-hmm. and go, oh, it's been five hours? <laughs> yes. Holy cow. Yeah. Time flies when you're having fun, as they say. And for me, I want to say that the more I learn, it keeps my memory sharp. And, um, you know, at my age, my memory can be one of those things that I need to keep sharp. So it's it's such an... When when Benjamin Franklin said that, he was not kidding. You're investing in yourself. And that's the most important thing, is you will be able to see yourself in the places that you have passion. Absolutely. The other thing, too, is that it's also a great way to gain new insight and viewpoints and perspectives. And understanding different viewpoints is sometimes hard because you have to get over yourself at times. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But I I really like to look at both sides of the coin because I want to be prepared for things that I don't know because... As John Maxwell says, you don't know what you don't know. Mm -hmm. And you might have a blind spot in an area that you're unaware of. And listening to other people's viewpoints or perspective could highlight those and help you through things. I mean, it, it requires a discipline to listen, like flip the coin over and not just stick to your own side. But really, it gives you opportunities, many more opportunities that you may not even realize you have by allowing that knowledge to seep into you, you know. So I love that. Um, So anyway, pursuing knowledge can really lead to great career opportunities. You know, I, I would never have guessed that the things I was doing in life would have put me where I am today. But they, every little piece, everything I learned just built up to the next thing and the next thing. And that's exciting. It's exciting, but it also can be scary sometimes because <laughs> pursuing knowledge is not an easy thing. No. It's, and it's not simple. It takes time. It takes time. Effort really can take you out of your comfort mm-hmm. zone. Uh, yeah. Asks you to try to embrace new ideas, develop new disciplines. Yeah. Uh, which... We all know developing a new discipline can be difficult. I mean, I don't know anybody who's kept a New Year's resolution. No, me either. (laughs) We try. (laughs) Good efforts, though. Good efforts. Uh, But I really think uh, how uh, James Clear talks about it is that uh, you just have a broken system. And that's, we really recommend that book, Atomic Habits by James Clear. Uh, If you want to develop a discipline in your life, uh, go start there because that was so helpful to us. Um, but the rewards of having knowledge are just amazing. Uh, and really they're just essential. Well, yeah, like we were talking about, there are three things that every fire, if you just think of a fire, you're out camping, it needs the oxygen. It needs to have the fuel, the logs, and it needs to have the continuing heat that's coming off of it. And so this is really why we have embraced the concept of uh, a fire. Because, you know, you can have small ones, but then when they blaze, 
wow, you know, the excitement of that blazing fire is what we want to see in your lives as well. So um, it's a part of having God in your life. It's a part of knowing what your passion is and then going for it, right? Getting that passion out there by gaining the knowledge that you need in order to be the best at what you can be. I love that part. Yes. It can help you achieve your goals. Yeah. Expand your horizons and even deepen your connection with others. We're prime examples. (laughs) (laughs) We are. We are. Well, maybe you're asking yourself, well, that's all wonderful, but um, I'm not ready to go back to college. Oh, yeah. I'm not ready to, you know, delve into a, you know, semester of something in order to learn something. I don't have the time. Well, we didn't really either, but there are some different ways other than just going back to school. So one of them is obviously going back to school. Yes. (laughs) I'm sorry to say for some of us that might be exciting. And for others who don't have the time or whatever, maybe not so. But one of the things that we've been talking a lot about, so you hear us say we've been reading, we've been doing, we recommend books to you, is that reading is one of those things. So um, you, you can do that in your spare time. You know, you can cut out some bad habits mm-hmm. and put those new ones in. And it, it reading kind of helps you because you have to imagine things in the storyline or in this stuff. So it develops like critical thinking. Um, you can become analytical in your thinking, which will help you achieve the, the kind of goals that you want. Absolutely. The other way is by observing others. You can learn a lot just by watching someone or paying attention to how things work and the patterns that emerge. I know when we started our growth journey, we were listening to many different podcasters at the time. And over time, we uncovered that they all are saying the same things. They're just packaged differently. And you might even find that with us. Mm -hmm. Uh, Mm -hmm. But we feel that uh, the Lord really just dropped this in us and... We just feel that it will touch someone out there. And so it's not it's not a bad thing to be packaged in your own way. Well, observation by its nature, like you already said, helps you see patterns. So some of them good, some of them not so good. So even when we were doing that, we'd say, oh, I, I like what this person did. I'm not sure I would do that. And so we developed our own Um, aesthetics of how we wanted to see what our podcast looks like and um, we're not professionals so we're new at it and we're growing in it Mm -hmm. I hope we get better at it but in the long run um, these kinds of observations really helped us they still help us I also love that um, part of of my journey in particular because Jenna knows I can talk a lot (laughs) Uh, no, she doesn't talk. I, I could go on and on. <laughs> but but for time purposes, um, I've learned that one of the best ways to be taught is to actually listen to what others have to say. Isn't that interesting how if you want to learn more, you have to be the one to kind of hold back and allow that space uh, for others to talk to you? Yeah. You do. <laughs> I, I hate to admit it, but it's uh, absolutely true. It um, helps you understand a different perspective. We've talked a little bit about that, but um, it also 
opens and widens your viewpoint. And if you get too narrow in your viewpoint, I mean, we, we have to stand on values, but viewpoints are something else. You have to have a, a broad understanding of what it is that other people see and think. Absolutely. Agreed. Yeah. Another good learning mechanism is experience. Uh, it can be a valuable teacher. By doing things and making mistakes, we learn and acquire knowledge. Uh, so when we try again, we can maybe do it differently. I just got to interject because oh, yeah. this was one of the biggest takeaways we had when we went to our very first Global Leadership Summit. And we were just... Um, four or five months into thinking God had just started dropping this, but we came away and what we recognized was that failure is puts you one step closer to success. So every time we said, well, that didn't go so well, we high-fived and said, so we're closer every right time. now to where we're going to be. And I want you to embrace that yes. because it's so, so true. The more I embrace that, the more I go, okay. I learned something new and I can do that better next time. So experience is a great teacher. It's a great teacher, but only if it's evaluated. There so I want to bring that up as well. Uh, John Maxwell uh, kind of taught us that. And, yes, he did. Uh, that was a really good aha moment or spark, as we say it. Mm -hmm. uh, because, yes, you might have an experience, but if you just keep going on doing the same thing and don't change anything or try anything different or even embrace anything new right. or different, you're going to continue down the same path and the same right. thing's going to happen. And we all know doing the same thing over and over is the definition of insanity. insanity. <laughs> <laughs> so where do you want to be is what we're trying to say. You know, the other, the other thing is <laughs> we joke about the insanity thing, but you know, a knowledge also, when you acquire it, it begins to um, move into an area called wisdom. Mm. And um, mm -hmm. I, I really want Jenna to tell you about this. Wisdom is one thing, um, but there's a, a, a unique perspective on that that Jenna shared with me. So I really want you to go oh, ahead sure. and share that. Yes. So wisdom is having the knowledge of, you know, what is true or right. So right. the facts. Exactly, basically. the facts. And it's coupled with sagacity. <laughs> now, I just use a big word that I didn't know. Me and a lot either. of people maybe don't know, but this is one of those good rabbit holes, I promise. <laughs> and so I really wanted to dig deeper into what was the actual meaning of that word because I was I'd never seen it before. And sagacity is the acuteness of a mental discernment and mm. soundness of judgment. Mm. So when you put it all together, wisdom is having the knowledge of what is true or right, so right. those facts, coupled with discernment and sound judgment. Wow. Now you can see why I got excited and said Jenna had to share that. Because when she shared it with me, I was like, that is probably the best definition I have ever heard. Um, when you couple, and I like that, yeah. you know, it's, it's, it's not just knowing facts, but it's coupled with that ability to, you know, use sound judgment. And um, when you ask for it, you'll get it. Well, and a lot of people put wisdom and knowledge in synonymously. They, they do. They just use them interchangeably. Mm -hmm. And they're not interchangeable. They're totally different. But unless you dig deeper 
you can't split those atoms to understand that. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You know, they always say <laughs> the more you know, the things around you start to grow. And I remember at the beginning, I really, I think I said it to you yeah. a couple of times. This is, it's not true. This is not, right. I'm not feeling it. Right. We went a lot on our feelings at the beginning because mm -hmm. we were so very excited about the concept that God had dropped into us. But what we've learned is, is that you can have your emotions and excitement, your passion, but you need to couple it with the knowledge and the wisdom and the, and the fuel of, mm -hmm. of uh, God, his breath in you. So all of these things are why we say that knowledge is essential part of building your new fire. And I hope you're really uh, able to start to see that there's, um, if you feel sort of lost in yourself, there is a way out. Mm -hmm. um, I, I promise you, I promise you there is a way out because I am living proof at this age to say I am learning how to find the way out. And it's the best possible place filled with joy. It is. And growth. I I never knew that growth was always going to be a journey. I I used to look back at growth and think about, oh, I have to go back to college. <laughs> yeah. I didn't want to go back to college. Uh, I loved my college years, don't get me wrong. Uh, but that monotonous of going to class every day and uh, proving that, yourself through yes, testing and everything all I, of that I just didn't want to do that and yeah. so when we went on this journey and after the GLS summit I think we looked like we were going back to college with all the books we came <laughs> we home did. with that day yeah uh but who knew that just reading a few books and listening to podcasts would open up a world to us totally. I mean we both are in uh the similar situation mm -hmm. that we had no idea that we were in together. Right. And then found out that our leadership were both in the same boats. And mm -hmm. so we were actually able to look at things differently. And that was truly inspiring. Yeah. I think one of the greatest lessons that to date, because there are many more, I'm sure that God will want to give to me, but to date is, is that, uh, as human beings, typically, we want to complicate things that All are supposed to be so simple. And um, you can, you know that when you go out camping or you're going to be someplace and you want to start a fire, you just need three things. Yeah. And why complicate that? Why say, well, it needs to have this kind of a ring around it and it needs to have, you know, it's got to be this high and it's got to all... No, it just needs those three simple things. And when you place them in the fire begins. Your fire can start today. Think about that. I'm excited about that. And you get to build it. That's right. You get to build it. So um, I'm excited about the fact that when we come back together, we're going to know of this particular thing that God has taught us in his word. And it comes from Psalm 37. Uh, I think it was verse 8. Um, I might have to look it up real quick. Uh, can I think you... it's Psalm 19.7. Oh, is it? Okay, well, you see, this is where things like that happen. <laughs> um, but it talks about how the, the words of God are perfect. They are absolutely perfect. And it says that all of his teachings are trustworthy. So when you rely on God, the oxygen, 
and it gets you there, his, he says, it's perfect. I give you everything that's perfect. And then he says, but my teachings to you, the instructions I give you are also trustworthy. Isn't that beautiful? Mm, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. I'm sorry, I can't remember the, I thought it was Psalm 37, but maybe it's not. We'll look it up and give you an update. It'll uh, be in the show notes. It'll be in the show notes. So there you have it. Um, but we're excited that God is really there as a part of our fire, fanning into flame the very things that he wants for our God-given life assignment. I know. Isn't that awesome? It's, it's really so amazing. Great. He's such a cool God. He is. Well, thank you for joining us. Uh, please continue to subscribe to this podcast and share it with your friends, especially if you found this very helpful and a good word from the Lord. Uh, you can go to our find us on YouTube, go to our uh, Facebook page. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're also on Spotify, Google Podcasts as well, too. Uh, and then there's other ways to connect with us on yeah. our uh, website, which is sparklightministry.com. And we just want to tell you, go out and set the world on fire. <laughs> <laughs>